Hello and welcome to another episode of The Movie Garage. Um, I'm Jay, uh, as per usual, and this is my mate Gaz. How's it going, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm not too yeah. bad. Yeah, first week back in work, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Do you know what? Part of it's um, not been too bad because it's a bit of reality back to my life. So, yeah. um, good because you're not used to it. And like in my job, I'm always mm. on my feet. Yeah, so, Jesus. Like my feet, legs are absolutely like I said to you. I did fourteen thousand steps on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> that message, that message I, floored me when you sent me that the other night. But that's that's about average for me. Well, that's about average. So mm. that's kind of that's my job's just constantly moving. And honestly, my feet and legs were dead. Yeah, absolutely dead. So, but it's it's good to get a bit of reality. To be fair. It's kind of depressing how quick you like um, sent back into the old routines, isn't it? After having so long off. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, we went in, and uh, my, like the DP went, like got the Hoover was getting unfurled that day. There was three of us, and he went for forty minutes telling us about we put uh, arrows this way. You can only go that way, that way. Social oh, yeah. distancing. Keep keep your distance. Basically said. Um, we understand in this job that you know it's pretty impossible to keep the two meter rule, mm. but do it when you need when you can and and all that kind of things. The second you realise when you get on get back into working, about half an hour in it, you go, nobody actually cares about. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. No, everybody's just doing the job. <laughs> that's it. It's just kind of sunk straight back into normal. Everybody's back in their own routine. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, we had a fire alarm today, and there was like a hundred people just rushed to where the fire point is, all underneath them, like trying to share umbrellas because it was raining. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just everyone kissing. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there's now a spread in Stockport. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm. Um, I think I'm about four, five weeks now, something like that, and it's just, it's like I was never off which is really, really depressing because I was yeah. off for a long-ass time and it just doesn't feel like anything. I'm ready for another holiday now. Oh, I bet so. I bet you are. Right. I, I've enjoyed it up to now getting in, but I do get to find myself getting to like half two going, so I'm time yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> like, I'm not, like I'm not having no form time. Yeah, I would normally be drunk by now. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, I mean, at least if I have a beer. <laughs> oh yeah well upsetting well upsetting that said no uh, i got paid today and my wages were like nearly double what they have been because i like because we've been so busy after we've been back and my bonus has kicked in and i wasn't getting a bonus and i was only getting 80 percent of my normal wages it's like i've won the fucking lottery <laughs> i've been running around like hey let's go <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so it's um yeah so that's been nice just a shame I have to actually work for it. No one will just give it me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the that's the difference. I've been getting hundred percent, being really lucky, really. And oh, uh, of course, you have, yeah, yeah. So you got was, and then they uh, they topped it up, didn't they? Yeah. And now what's going to happen is when I get paid next, I'm getting paid for doing work. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting the same shit for me, sat home. <laughs> oh. 
actually, yeah, that is more depressing. Like, because at least I've got a, a goal. <laughs> at least now there's like, oh yeah, I'm actually getting paid my proper wage again now. <laughs> Rather yeah. than just getting paid the same for doing three times more work than I would have been. Yeah. It's Shit, a weird feeling. Did not even think about that. Ridiculous. Right. Apparently you want my opinion on something. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. um, right. So, in as we're talking about the middle of a uh, global pandemic, and we're still in, well in this, and with hundreds and thousands of people uh, losing their jobs, and uh, maybe millions, I don't know, um, people struggling for money, like you said, you're on 80%. Like, this does tie in the movie guys, by the way. <laughs> so, what's your opinion on um, Robert De Niro's struggle <laughs> live with 7.5 million this Not year? Sure. With, yeah. hold on, before you get into this, let me just get my cup of tea <laughs> and a biscuit. <laughs> Brilliant. You go ahead, Jay. You see. Now this really interests me, right? Because his lawyer, he was moaning, wasn't he, that he's he's going bankrupt because of the global pandemic and not being able to do any work. And then his lawyer said he'd be lucky to make seven and a half million this year. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just absolutely ridiculous. But I did kind of find it like interesting. Because like I was saying before, like I've only been on 80% of my standard wage and had no bonus. That is still yeah. more money per month than I've ever been paid in any other job. But I've been really, really struggling. Because obviously, like, you start living to your means, don't you? And if you're Robert De Niro and your means are yeah. like 100 million a year, imagine being cut all the way down to about 7.5. So I kind of see where yeah. it's coming from. But it's really shit of him to moan about it. Yeah, consider it, right, it's such a bad, right, considering his net worth 500 million. That's it, see? And the reason that it's kind of came about is, is it child maintenance over there? And yeah. it's been cut from $143,000 a month <laughs> to 71000 Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it would take me about two and a half years to raise his new figure <laughs> if I didn't spend any of my money. <laughs> That's just phenomenal, isn't it? It's like you say though, like there are so many people struggling at the minute, like really seriously struggling to to have the audacity to complain that you're only getting seven and a half million. Yeah. No matter what your lifestyle's like. I mean like just don't buy an house or just sell one of your fucking houses. You've probably got yeah. eight. <laughs> when you've got other actors or even famous people, not really pushing, promoting stuff, mm. kind of gone, like, they've been quite sensible about it. Yeah. And then someone goes, well, hold on a minute, the struggle bus is real. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old me. <laughs> I'm one of the biggest actors in Hollywood and I'm only getting seven and a half million dollars this year. Yeah, Phil's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he might really get shot. <laughs> he's been in so many gangster movies and he's had so many like hits taken out on him. I don't think he'll yeah. like realise that he's probably going to get a few real ones now. 
Yeah, and it's not like if he's not done recent stuff either, because he's just done the Irishman, hasn't he? Which oh, is shit, gonna yeah, huge hit. Um so, and then he's in about four or five different adverts as well at the minute, isn't he? He was randomly in the Warburton's advert. Yeah, and he's, he's in um, an, an advert for the Nero, the car. Um, I think it's a oh, Nissan wow. or something. And he's in that, dressed up like a fucking hipster. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, really odd. I remember, um, I think it was George Clooney. And someone was giving him shit about doing adverts and stuff like that to make a little bit of extra money. And it was... It was the kind of the same like point that I just put across that his lifestyle, because obviously he gets millions per movie, but his lifestyle is just like massive and extravagant and he's flying all over the world and he's got houses everywhere and shit like that. Um, and he was saying that doing these adverts gives him an extra few thousand dollars so he can then go and do like a passion project movie where he'll only be getting like quarter of the money he'd be getting for doing the big blockbusters he was doing. And he was like saying, well, this subsidizes, subsidizes me in the same lifestyle that I could keep, but allows me to do the movies that I actually want to do and not the movies that I have to sign up for to get like the millions, which is kind of like, that's a real proper kick in the balls for the big blockbuster movies, that, isn't it? Yeah, it is a kick in the balls, but you know, it's a fair way around it, isn't it really? Yeah. Is this when he was getting all his coffee money? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think he did a couple, didn't he, a while ago? But yeah, the big one over here is all his coffee ones, isn't it? Um, but yeah, yeah, so he was getting stick for that, and that's that's what he came back with. And it's kind of like, well, yeah, I can see your point, but it's it'd be weird, wouldn't it? It'd be, I think it'd be interesting to see, like, if one of us... What, like won the lottery or if we got like a ridiculous job that was paying out millions and millions a year how much would change would i be sat here and like just surrounded by gold <laughs> in a <the> throne <laughs> and i'd be like i'd be like this above the camera so i could look down on all you peasants and stuff like that instantly yeah. overnight i think i'd do that probably yeah <laughs> i'm not actually sure what i'd actually do though You'd be dancing girls in the background and all sorts of shit. It'd be fucking horrible. <laughs> be like, <laughs> I've put Dan Bilzerian to shame and you've seen what he's like on the internet. <laughs> That'd be pretty hard with all the money he's got, though. Yeah, yeah. He's, he literally is just the, the epitome of gross, though, isn't he? <laughs> when you see all the stuff he does. He's got like a Harley yeah. Davidson in his living room and shit like that. What an asshole. Wish I had his money there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was all. Well, some of that was dad's money, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then what does he do? He's like professional poker, isn't he? So he's basically just amazing. Yeah, and then he ends more off playing professional poker, and then it's all endorsements now, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, just having a big beard and being hench—that's his job now. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just having sex with loads of random porn stars. Prick. <laughs> ah, anyway, <laughs> it's a shit life, but it's dead empty. But he's got no real mates. <laughs> Fuck cares. <laughs> he had his lifestyle, and he's like, oh, but you've got no real friends, have you? No, good. Fuck him. <laughs> I don't think he really cares, does he? No, oh, just buy some new ones. These ones start being a bit shit. I'll just buy some new ones. Buy new ones. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Aye, right, so should we get on to a, uh, a bit of movie news after saying how much of a dickhead De Niro is? <laughs> yeah. Cool, so like most of this uh, that's coming around at the minute is still just all rumours and gossip and things like that. Um, 
they are saying that Jared Leto might be starring in Tron 3, which is a sequel to the movie that was about out about 10 years ago, which was obviously the second one, which was a sequel to a movie which was about, about 20, 25 years before that in the 80s. Um, have you watched any of the Tron movies? I vaguely remember the first one. Yeah. From this 25 years ago. Yeah, that's it. So like They're the, all a little bit weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. So it's basically a guy gets sucked into a computer um, and it's all about artificial intelligence. And he, in the first one, he's got to play games to survive. And then in the second one, you find out that this artificial intelligence has, has developed um, into a bunch of different things and they're all at war with one another. The, the second Tron movie is a work of genius because you've got Daft Punk to do the entire soundtrack. Um, but oh, really? it, it, it runs along with the film so perfectly well it's it's incredible it's it's amazing to watch and obviously like the difference in styles and graphics and all that kind of shit where it's all moved on and the games that he's playing are kind of the same games but it's like playing a snes versus like a playstation 5 is gonna be <laughs> yeah so who's in the first two uh, no, Who leads them? Right, i'm gonna have to look this up because i can't remember what his name is well i've got you there haven't I? yeah you have pretty much man <laughs> um, yeah, so I did. Uh, yeah, it's going to take a while. This. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first movie was 1982, came out, which was amazing. So, the main guy in it is uh, Jeff Bridges, who is like the art- archetype stoner guy in every single movie. He's like in uh, Big yeah. Lebowski and all that kind of thing. Um, he basically gets sucked into a computer of his own design then has to go through like games and levels in order to uh, to get his way out. In the second one, it's more about his son than it is. And actually, yes, yeah, so his son is played by uh, Garrett, Garrett Hedlund. Um, and he, basically his dad goes missing like years and years ago. He goes to find his dad who's... Right gone back into this computer universe so he gets sucked into a computer to find his dad um i've actually just been watching this dude in uh, the predator do you know the newest oh, predator yeah. movie right yeah was, he is actually in the predator you're right i know i know the guy you're all about he's the main guy you know that badass snout scout sniper yeah. dude <laughs> yeah i know he's exactly what you mean quite yeah. a big guy isn't he yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's killed. He's basically well. He's like the main male lead in it. He's uh, yeah, yeah. basically a badass. He's got like an autistic son in that uh, predator. Um, have you watched that? Have you seen the latest one with uh, Olivia Munn in? No, no. Uh, it's no, not watched the latest one. Really fucking interesting that latest. The because it's called The Predator, um, and it's such a bad movie, but it's really, really watchable. It's weird. So weird. But the, that kind of movie does kind of keep you intrigued, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's just like trash. It's just like absolute garbage. Like from the, some of the lines in it, some of the best lines I've ever heard, and then some of the stupidest, dumbest lines I've ever heard. So like he's being interviewed, the main the main guy, and he's like he's sat in the interview room and um, the interviewer says to him, so we're trying to assess if you and your team are a threat. And he turns around and goes, I'm a special army scout sniper. Of course I'm a fucking threat. And you're like, 
Yeah, why has no one noticed that? Why has no one said that before? You trained him literally to be a threat for all of his life. You go, why are you asking him that question? But that that's that's the classic thing, though. I'm I'm fine myself now because we're watching these movies, picking points. Yeah. Where they go, well, why didn't they just do this? Why didn't they do that? But yeah. I don't yeah, mind that's... that. I don't mind someone being quite simple in the film and go. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. That's how it goes. But then there's a bit like later on where like this main predator is chasing everybody. And Olivia Munn basically turns around to the camera and goes, he grew an exoskeleton under his skin. And it's like, right, well, an exoskeleton's called an exoskeleton because it's outside. <laughs> if you grow an exoskeleton under your skin, that's a skeleton. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Everyone does that. <laughs> it's just like some of the dumbest shit you've ever heard in your life. It's so weird. But, uh, yeah, it's a weird movie. I don't know whether they're going to make any new ones, because now Disney owns them as well, don't they? So. Well, Disney are buying everything, though. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Well, they've got Aliens and they've got Predator. Apparently, they're doing some new Aliens and Predator comics, but Marvel are releasing them, because obviously they own Marvel as well. Yeah. So they're going to start writing Alien and Predator comics, which would be interesting, especially if they put it in the same universe, and have all like, the Marvel superheroes fighting them. Good. It's all confusing to me, Jay. Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> it is. Basically, Disney own everything. Um, yeah, so uh, third Tron movie. Like I said, it is just rumour at the minute. There's uh, nothing really concrete about it, whether it's going to come out or not. Fuck knows, basically. Um, <laughs> but speaking of Marvel, while we're on Marvel, it's rumoured now that after all that um, huffing and puffing that was going on, um, I think it was last year, or maybe it was the year before, where they were um, debating whether Tom Holland was going to continue playing Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe for Disney. Yeah. It's rumoured now that he's signed a six-movie deal with Disney again. Yeah, I've seen this. Hmm. I've seen this. uh, Um, I like Tom Holland. Yeah. yeah, But that's... um, I didn't even know they had another six in them, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> a six-movie deal in this case will probably count as things like if he turns up in Doctor Strange, that's one. Um, right, okay, I get you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Even if he's just, like, a bit part in it, because, like, obviously they do a lot of crossovers. I think, like, so these, they've got, like, Guardians and Thor are definitely coming out. I reckon there will be another standalone Spider-Man, but I don't know. God knows what they'll do with that. Right, they just keep you, you don't know what they're doing with Spider Man, though, do you? Because no, one company wants to do this, one wants to do that, yeah, that's it. One wants to completely change everything again and restart <laughs> again, right? Yeah, just so it's just so like, make good movies. So, Disney on the rights to Spider Man, and they've gone mm-hmm. in on a deal with um, not what did I say then? Sony owns the rights to Spider Man. Yeah. So Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man, so they can do whatever they want with him, basically. But they've gone in on a deal with Disney at the minute, which is all the Tom Holland stuff, which is why they can cross over with all the likes of Iron Man and Captain America and all that kind of thing. That deal came to an end, I think it was last year, and it was a big debate because Sony were basically like, I think they wanted, I don't don't know, they wanted a ridiculous amount of money. Marvel and Disney wanted them to pay like a quarter of what it was worth and basically trying to screw Sony out of everything. Um, so there was mm-hmm. a little bit of 
is he even going to come back and do another movie? <clears throat> they managed to sort that out, and now it sounds like he's gone into a, a six-movie deal with them. So should be seeing a lot of Spider-Man, it looks like. Which is cool, which hmm. is fine. As long as they do it right, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. He's got well, He's going to be and one he's of the a good Spider-Man. Hmm. Like he is a good Spider-Man, so I've no problem with, with doing that. It's just fun to get um, some good storylines in there, and you know, like I kind of find them um, like the, with Spider-Man, they kind of make one good film, one crap film, one good film, <laughs> one crap film. Yeah, like yeah, that's it. They, they, they've never, well, they've never managed to do a good trilogy all the way to the end, have they? Um, like Spider-Man 3 and the last trilogy that they did uh, was crap. Uh, the second Spider-Man in the second trilogy that they tried to do, which is where they stopped it, because it basically killed that franchise. Um, yeah. I mean, Spider-Man's been in quite a few movies now, hasn't he? And he's, he still seems to be going strong. So, yeah, like yeah. I say, as long as they can get it right. I think it would be interesting if they wanted to cross it up with Venom. Did you ever see Venom with Tom Holland in? Yeah, I, I I watched Tom. I watched Venom, but um, when they're not going to do a second Venom, though. They are, yeah. So they are. They're doing a second Venom, and it's. Did you see the after credit scene with Woody Harrelson? No. So I yeah, Woody. The after credit scenes. Yeah. Well, it's like you never know what, what films got them and when and all yeah. that kind of shit. So there was an after credit scene in the first Venom movie. Uh, where he goes to interview uh, a mass murderer who's played by Woody Harrelson. Um, he is going to be the big villain in the uh, second Venom movie. Don't know whether right. Spider-Man's going to appear in it, but uh, yeah, they're doing Carnage, which is basically another symbiote, but he's red. And he's a mega asshole, kind of like the symbiote who was in <laughs> the first Venom, the bad guy. So um, yeah, yeah, it could be quite interesting. I'd, I'd definitely like to see him do a crossover. All the Toms in it together, that'd be nice. <laughs> the, 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 uh, these crossovers used to happen a lot in the cartoons, though. Yeah. It, it, anyone that's kind of growing up with Spider-Man, especially of our age, that's what mm. you're seeing all the time. But I'm definitely with you with a, a crossover and that. So we've got to do something. We've got to come up with something with, with a six-film, six like, whatever it's been signed or whatever or not is that that is a good idea that that's that covers one yeah so and do you think so is um what's his name who played venom again uh tom hardy tom hardy do you think he'll play venom like is he rumored to play venom again so yeah he's definitely in the second one right. um i think he might have signed up for a trilogy so oh, hopefully cool. If they've got any sense, what they'll do is they'll do the, the second Venom movie, just have it like a Venom standalone one where he goes up against Carnage because he's a very well-known Venom villain. Yeah. Um, and then in the third one, I'd have it cross over with Spider-Man. I think. Do something along those lines. If you've got any sense like Marvel and stuff, a six-movie deal will mean we should, in theory, hopefully get at least two more Spider-Man standalone films. You'd oh, hope. yeah, I hope so. And I hope so. The rest of them would just be appearances where he's popping up here, there, and everywhere, doing whatever a spider can. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, we'll see. I really love Tom Holland. I think he's a great. He's been great in everything that I've seen him in, and in Spider Man, I think he's absolutely killing it. Even Stan Lee said like 
he's what I imagined when I made up the character. That's what I imagined Spider-Man to be like. He did, and I think um, he, I think a lot of people have kind of said that that that's they kind of found the perfect person to play him because hmm. he's he, like he's he's proper in his gymnastics and it won't he? Oh, big so time! Yeah, he can make. Um, he can make everything look realistic, can't he? Yeah, so when he's doing his flips and what have you, and it, it really comes across in the films. What you know when he's doing it. I know, um, I know the other two actors of when they played Spider Man, they've they've learned and taught that. But he's he he, he he's mega at it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, I think like and, before before it was announced that he was being cast, he did like a video and put it on the internet, didn't he? Of like showing I want to play Spider Man, and he was just doing backflips in his back garden. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you are right. I think he is awesome at, at Spider Man, and he really like you know he comes he comes across as a good good dude and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, big time. Like. There's so many characters that you got to play both roles really well, and we keep saying this every time, but that's that's another one. It's really, and they've never quite got Peter Parker right. Yeah, yeah, like, big time. The, the, I totally agree. The other two have played Spider-Man pretty well, mm. but never quite got Peter Parker right, and and he does both brilliantly. Yeah. I think it works better because he's younger. Like. Yeah. Um, because of all like the daft little quips and how really like genuinely awkward he is, I think he's only like mid twenties, isn't he? In real life, but obviously he's playing someone who's a lot younger, and he actually looks that age. Like the other two didn't. The other two just blatantly look like thirty-year-olds hanging about high school, which <laughs> is just a bit of a fucking mess. And then obviously like when he's Spider-Man and stuff, he's doing all the daft like childish little quips and being sarcastic and stuff like that. And for me, that didn't really work with the other two because they were all a little bit too old to be getting away with saying dumb shit, <laughs> like the, the stuff that was coming out of the mouth. But like with Tom Holland, because he, he he is playing a younger version of him, I think it stands up a hell of a lot better and seems a, a little bit more realistic. Well, realistic to the character. Still shooting webs out of his fucking arms and stuff, isn't he? So. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, I, do you know when he's shooting the webs and they, mm. like they obviously create something they can shoot webs yeah don't they and I always thought it was out their actual skin well that's it you see there's a couple of different things that are like in the canon in the first one Toby Maguire's it grew into his skin didn't it he had like minging horrible dimple things here yeah <laughs> they shot out of his skin like if he was a realistic spider it'd be shooting out of his arse wouldn't it so you can't really have that. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a whole different Spider-Man. <laughs> Maybe that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so like they did that with the first one and I don't think fans liked it at all because obviously he's supposed to be this big science genius. I think they got it through in other ways in that first trilogy. Um but like in the second two where he actually invents his own web shooters and he invents the fluid that makes the actual webbing and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's what they wanted uh, a lot more. And they seem to have got it now. So, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully he'll carry on for quite a while doing it. I mean, yeah, he's going to be like, he's one of them twats who's going to look that young until he's about 40, 50, I think. Yeah, he puts a baby face on him. Yeah, prick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say that a lot tonight. Yeah, 
just literally slagging off dudes I'm jealous of tonight. <laughs> so, getting it all out of my system. Uh, who else don't I like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. How did they get the team biscuits again? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, speaking of good-lucky bastards I don't like, uh, <laughs> Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, so, <laughs> um, Project Power. Now, I've only just noticed this, and I'll be honest, I don't 100% know what it is. I think it's a movie, but it might be a series that's coming on Netflix. I watched the advert for it before, and it looks fucking brilliant. I shared, um, I shared some character posters uh, on the Movie Garage uh, Facebook page, the other day right. they look absolutely brilliant but that was the first i'd heard of it so tonight about 10 15 minutes before we actually started recording i was like well i wonder if there's any adverts out there is there's a couple go and watch them because they are absolutely brilliant so the premise of this thing someone's invented a pill that gives you power for five minutes right and you don't know what your superpower is until you've taken this pill and the right. whole like premise of the story is i think it's jamie fox's daughter is the person who's been experimented on to give him the thing that this pill is made out of um so he's looking for his daughter uh joseph gordon levitt is a police officer in it who takes these pills to fight these bad guys so when a bad yeah. guy takes a pill and goes i call superpowered for five minutes joseph gordon levitt takes one and then fights them <laughs> This is an excellent idea. It Until just you looks get... insane. Right, I've never heard of this before, but this is an absolutely excellent idea. But what happens if you take this pill and you go, ah, I can fly. Hmm. So you fly and forget about the timings. And yeah. you can be high. That's it, exactly. That you I really do five hope. minutes of power is over. I really do hope that they put something like that in it. I would do it. If I was writing that, I'd, be, I'd do it like 20 times. Like there's, bit, there's a bit in the advert where uh, a guy robs a bank but goes invisible. So his power is obviously invisibility. But imagine like the running joke with that is always like you have to be naked to be invisible, don't you? So imagine if you're five minutes from, ran out, be like in the middle of a park. <laughs> yeah, there the, is a running joke. You have to be naked to do that. but Because... Your clothes don't go invisible. Exactly, you see, because your clothes aren't by you. <laughs> yeah. So, right. yeah. yeah, you have to really think about these before you take the pill. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But like, you don't get to choose what your power is. It just like comes out of you. It's like, I don't know what decides it. I don't, nothing like that's in the advert. They, they just literally say in the advert, you don't know what your power is until you've taken the pill. And it looks mega. It looks I'm mega. well into that. Yeah. What a great idea. What a great, and they can have so much fun with that. Yep. Tell me about it. I'm, I'm, that. I'm not sure if it's a series or if it's a movie. With Jamie Foxx being in it, I'm, I'm tempted to say that it's a movie for definite. Um, I think it's out yeah. something around August 14th, 15th. So like the second week in August. So it ain't long to wait for that either, which is uh, really, really good. Yeah. Like I say, I'm just surprised I've not heard of it yet. No, I like you said, I've not when you, you mentioned this before and I thought not 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 a clue. And like you said, should you think with um very limited stuff being pushed, it'd be all over the place, especially with Jamie Foxx in it, but Yeah. But, well that's I mean that's what 
caught my eye basically because Jamie Foxx is incredible in it. Um, and these character posters that they put out were, were like really, really simple. It's basically just like a guy holding a pill in front of a blurred out character. And then it just says Project Power underneath it. And that's it. That's I had no idea what it was or anything until I Googled it before. And it turns <laughs> out it looks mega. <laughs> What what would be your worst power? If you took one, what would be oh, the man. worst thing you can get? Oh, holy shit. Now that's a question. <laughs> yeah, what would be your best one and what would be your worst one? I think my best one would probably be like knowing everything, like super intelligence. My first no, one is, you know, like, I think my worst one would be like massive hands. <laughs> yeah, your hands just grow like six foot each. <laughs> Hold on a minute, Jay. Why would you want <laughs> massive intelligence for five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Yeah, that's a good point. That. Oh, shit, yeah. Because, like, the time restraints, what's the point? Super speed would be the best one, then, wouldn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. It's got to be, yeah. It would be fun for five minutes, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. And you won't need, like, like in the flash, it, it comes across that he needs to eat loads to yeah. keep his energy up. Well, you won't need to do that. Yeah, and you can get drunk after five minutes. <laughs> yeah, that would be meant. What would be your worst yeah. one then? <laughs> I don't know. So I actually don't know. About it. Just thinking it is a hard shit. question. You need time to think about that, don't you? Yeah. It's like constantly shitting yourself. <laughs> you just don't <laughs> stop pooing your pants for an entire five minutes. <laughs> just everything just... <laughs> Because <laughs> there's got to be something like that, haven't there? If you don't get to choose what your power is, some of them have got to be fucking horrible and just like really, really bad. I always remember, like in the X Men movies, um, obviously, like Rogue's got it pretty bad, aren't she? She can't really touch anybody. If she touches a human, they pretty much die. If she touches a mutant, they pretty much die, but she gets a bit of their powers, so she can never touch anyone. But there's a guy in, like, a kid in, I think it's the second X Men movie who has a forked tongue and can change the TV channels by blinking his eyes. <laughs> How depressing is that? What? <laughs> in a school full of these amazing super-powered mutants everywhere that are doing amazing shit, freezing stuff, setting fire to stuff, flying, changing the weather, being Wolverine, and you can fucking change the channel with your eyes and you've got a forked tongue when you stick your tongue <laughs> That's just... The hell? Yeah, I can talk to my remote and tell it to change channel. Yeah, exactly. That's it. He's basically a new remote. If you cut a bit of a slit into the top of your remote, he's basically a sky remote now. <laughs> In the nineties, we had watches that can turn over the t TV. Yeah, yeah, they were good fun, especially when that's your teacher was trying to make you watch a video. That's really bad power. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> You might be able to do really other like cool shit, but you only see it in the actual movie that he sat. I'd, I'd actually, right, the reason that you see he can change the channels with his eyes is because I think Wolverine walks in on him at like one in the morning and he says, shouldn't you be asleep? And he goes, I don't sleep. So that's three shit powers that he's got. He never sleeps, changes the TV <laughs> with his eyes and he has a fucked tongue. <laughs> I suppose in a way in um, Despicable Me 2 yeah. one of the 
some guy at an event and makes um, a fart gun and <laughs> it fires out fart and knocks people out. So imagine if you can stop farting. <laughs> that's that's a possibility of being yeah. a terrible power. Yeah, definitely. Got to be some really bad ones. I'm gonna. This is gonna plague me all night now. It's gonna be that thing where I wake up and just be like, God, imagine if you had eyeballs for fingernails. You know, just really <laughs> random stupid shit like that. God, imagine if your feet and your hands just swap places. That would be shit, wouldn't it? <laughs> imagine if you could talk to animals, but only really crap ones. Oh, you can have a conversation with a koala bear. Who gives a shit what a koala bear's thinking? <laughs> Jay, you're listing weird stuff, not superpowers. Yeah, they're kind of, <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of superpowers. <laughs> that would be such a good idea for a comic. I'm bagsy in that. I think I'm going to have to write that. Just write oh. the worst, the worst, crappiest superpowers. It's got all been done. Got to have been done it's already. Got to have been done, yeah. Yeah. Done most of really random, horrible ones. <laughs> yeah. Like, I always think, like, <laughs> I, always, <laughs> I don't know if I want this out in public, but <laughs> stuff like, imagine having an incredible power, but in order to keep that power, you've got to do like the worst stuff imaginable. So I'm always like, God, yeah, imagine you were basically had the powers of Superman, but the only way you got that power was to rape children. <laughs> Jay, you shouldn't have said that in public. <laughs> no, but like, that's it. Would, would you let the world be destroyed or would you just, no, <laughs> see, that's the dilemma that you're facing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worse than the boys. <laughs> yeah, this uh, is just like, getting I, taken down. Yeah, I uh, think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, I'm not condoning it. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> but then, obviously, like, <laughs> there'd be really evil supervillains running about murdering thousands and thousands of people. So, you've got to ask yourself the moral dilemma would you let millions and billions of people die? This is a terrible yeah, one. Obviously, you would. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think we move on from this. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. <laughs> I'll spoil it. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> this is Jay speaking, by the way. Gary's just been silently listening. <laughs> Only one of us needs to get in trouble. <laughs> right. Okay, so we'll move on from the news, shall we? Get up. Um, I think we've managed to watch two movies again, haven't we, this week? Yeah. Excellent. So, um, yeah, so the first one, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, yeah, um, I saw an advert for, again, something that really, really completely passed me by until I saw an advert for it when I was doing one of my normal Netflix trolls. I managed to find, um, because me and you were always talking about how much we love ads, aren't we? And I will just sit there and watch them on Netflix. Yeah. So... I was flicking through the other day and saw an advert for The Old Guard with uh, Charlize Theron in. Um, so, yeah, I decided to give that a watch. Um, I think I messaged you pretty much instantly as soon as I saw the advert, being like, guys, have a look at this. It looks amazing. Uh, and yeah, I think I watched right. it on a Saturday night. Uh, you watched it last night, didn't you? I watched it last night, yeah. Yeah? What do you think? I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Like, like 
Right. So when you sent me and I watched the trailer, I was like, yeah, I'll really get into this TV series because mm. I didn't know it was a film. Yeah, again, see? <laughs> Glad <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> no, I didn't know it was a film. No, no. So last night I thought it was about 10 o'clock last night and I went, right, I'm still not tired yet. I'll get into this TV series that Jay's got me on. <laughs> and I clicked on it and I started watching it and it came up like a movie and I was like, Oh. Weird start to, this is a weird start to a TV show. And I clicked on the <laughs> phone, it was like two hours, and it was like, so after they come out and, and look it up, and it was actually my film, and I was like, I started watching a film at 10 o'clock. <laughs> I'm in now, so yeah, I watched it last night. Um, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was a brilliant film. Like, mm. some of the action in it is incredible. Oh, yeah. And, and, there's absolutely no reason why, because of this, the stuff that kind of happens in it, there's absolutely no reason why they, they can't make it a TV series. I think it's a planned trilogy of movies. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, know it's based, I know it's based on a graphic novel, and I know there's quite a few of them. Yeah. But I yeah. think the plan is for a trilogy of films. I think this one was basically like a, a suck it and see. We'll make it, we'll get it out, we'll see how popular it is. It's one of the most popular films to ever have been on Netflix, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's smashed it. I mean, I think... Oh, like, honestly? Yeah, yeah. Um, my, my personal opinion is that Charlize Theron should be in everything because she's just amazing. Um, but yeah, yeah, this film is just absolutely quality. And it harps back to what we were talking about a few weeks ago, wasn't it, about them uh, basically just remaking old movies but putting women in there and them being crap and kind of patronising. Yeah. This is a completely original part, completely original lead part for a woman, which is something that uh, Charlize Theron is amazing at. And um, she, she smashes it. It's incredible. Oh, she's amazing in it. Like, yeah, and she's so just... These are people that are hundreds and hundreds of years, or possibly hundreds of years, that no one really knows. Yeah, yeah. Um, with, with her, it's never said, is it, all the way through? They're just yeah, immortal. Yeah, it's never and said. Hmm. And the immortal beings, and every time they die or get shot or what have you, they come back alive again and are reheal and and stuff, don't they, in, yeah. in the film? And, and the scene, at the, the the first scene where they get kind of, where they get trapped, so the uh, someone sets a trap for them so he can prove that these people exist uh catches them on camera and they get um battered by bullets and it looks like they're all dead doesn't it yeah but when that brilliant. scene that when they come back alive and fight them i was like that's incredible that's an incredible way to really kick off yeah this the film. choreography of that fight scene because it's basically just like in a tiny enclosed room, isn't it? And these, yeah. I think these four of these are mortals, isn't there? And then they find a fifth yeah. one a bit later on. And like you said, yeah. they just get gunned down and riddled with bullets. And then the next minute they stand up and just take out like 20 of these guys, don't they? But the stuff oh, that they're doing, and they're like, they've obviously been fighting together for hundreds of years because they're that yeah. slick and that choreographed that they're like passing enemies off to one another and another one will finish them and stuff like that. It's fucking beautifully done. Yeah, because like they said, they've learned different fighting styles as of over the years, haven't they? Because um, I think the, yeah. the lead, she's she's 
been in that long. Like at one point, the guy says she's forgot more than what people know. You know how the actual fight. So yeah, over over the years, and she's she's utterly brilliant. Like proper Matrix type. Yeah, definitely. Right, fighting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's incredible. Um, but yeah, so she's Charlie Theron plays the oldest one, doesn't she? Um, yeah. And this guy who sets them up has been tracking them for quite a while. And I think he yeah. works for like the CIA or something, doesn't he? But it turns yeah. out that he um, is actually working with a scientist who obviously wants to get the key to this immortality that they have and to, to share it with everyone, but at a cost. So he's basically using them to try and make millions in this dude who is just a piece of shit. <laughs> he was. I didn't like the dude who played him either though. Oh, he's a weird-looking fucker, isn't he? I, I couldn't. <laughs> Me and Fran were watching it, and we were trying to figure out where we knew him from. Yeah. It turns out he's Harry Potter's cousin in the Harry Potter oh, film. Oh, really? Yeah, he's. I think his name's Dudley Dursley, and he's the right. guy who bullies Harry Potter when he's at home. <laughs> and it's that yeah. same actor. And his face is too small for his head. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like him in it, and I didn't like his actual role. I thought he's. Uh, I think there was the one one of the things that kind of let the movie down was him. Yeah. The idea of the scientist wanting to make money is great. Yeah. But something didn't fit right with him. Yeah. And the way the kind of he was played, it was. It, I found it. I think it I found was, it weird and cheap. The it way was quite he odd, was wasn't it? Because you're right, and you couldn't quite figure out what he was. So it was no. like, because he was he's relatively young, isn't he? But it stood so like it wasn't really figured out 100% what he was. Was he just like a billionaire backer? Because he had like a, a woman doctor working yeah. for him who did all the experiments on them. Yeah, um, possibly a billion, possibly something like that. Yeah, and uh, they'd like, or was he like a, a genius who was trying to develop all this stuff and? Uh, it, it wasn't really, really made clear what he was. He was no. just a prick. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that was kind of like um, the, yeah, a bit yeah, of a was, the, 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 There was a couple of points where you could, like, and that you could have, like, with that role and uh, a couple of other little bits that hmm. um, you could have passed that off as being... TV series, you know, if it was a TV series, it wouldn't have bothered you as much because it was an actual movie. I yeah, think you it bothered you more. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, if yeah. it was a TV series, you, you let a few things slide, don't you? You don't really, that don't, it don't matter if that doesn't suit. It's, yeah. it's all right. This is, yeah, he's going to be fine. gone soon. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a couple little bits like that. And, um, it needed the introduction of a new person yeah coming into it again it, it, it didn't always fit this it didn't always fit the story mm. um but again like you said there's definitely stuff if it's they are going to make a trilogy of it then there's probably stuff that kind of it'll, um like it, it looks like that she may go on to lead because um the girl that play, plays the uh, immortal the girl, yeah. She, she, yeah, yeah, the girl that's been around for hundreds of years. It looks like she's now lost her immortality, so mm. they might move it forward with the, the the new girl, and that's why they brought her in. Yeah, yeah, because it's um, 
the way they end it is it's really really fascinating isn't it so it's basically the, yeah. the whole film kind of centers around well that's one plot isn't it the, the scientists and stuff like that trying to get hold of them and trying to experiment on them as well but yeah. it turns out that these immortals are drawn to one another they're kind of connected aren't they and they kind of like have dreams um uh, about if a new one pops up then they'll all start dreaming about this new immortal until they meet yeah. them and then they kind of induct them and become part of the uh, group and a new immortal turns up and it's all about her like finding out that she is an immortal and then finding out what's what's going on and what everybody's about and things like that which was it was really really interesting but like you say it's they kind of did about two or three different plots what was going on and it, it all fit together really really well like you say and it, it led to a really really great ending which is definitely based it was basically the start wasn't it that we saw because yeah. the kind of setup that they have at the end suggests that this is going to go like on and on and on now we've got right. the team together now now we're going to go and do all this amazing stuff um uh these immortals kind of lose their immortality just randomly there's no rhyme or reason about it is there they just keep no. saying that if it's your time to die then you die that's it yeah your time's up and uh, yeah but yeah. I tell you what, that would have a cruel way to, um, to what they did with her, their mark friend when they, oh yeah. my God, honestly, I was like, yeah, that's bad, could, I it? can, if you're going to keep coming back to life, yeah, I couldn't think of anything worse to be trapped inside a, a metal coffin, coffin yeah. at the bottom of the sea, because yeah. I thought they were going to burn her. Yeah, and just well, that's it. it, wasn't it? So like, so the two of them, Charlize Theron's character has like, I don't, it wasn't very clear whether it was like a missus or not, or whether it was just like a, a one of her best friends. But she, yeah. uh, they both of them get caught and they get tried as witches, don't they? So they try hanging them. Obviously, it doesn't work because they're immortal. Um, I think they burn them and they do a, another couple of other, other things. Oh no, they're waiting to get burnt, aren't they, when they drag her out? Yeah, that's and then, right. Yeah, yeah, and then they drag her out and put her in a coffin and basically throw her in the sea. <laughs> and she cannot find her. 500 years she's down yeah. there as well. <laughs> but like, like you say, so it was basically she'd drown, die, come back to life, drown, die, come back to life, just doing that constantly for 500 years. So she's going to oh. be insane. <laughs> Literally fucking never, And I've never thought of anything worse in any film I've ever seen mm. of a horrible thing to do to a human being to, well, yeah. to whatever she is. <laughs> do you know what's funny? <laughs> they do that in the vampire diaries as well, but only for like oh, three do months. They? Yeah, they trap a vampire in like a in like a like a metal safe and then throw him in a lake. And he's right. in exactly the same position. So he basically drowns, comes back to life, drowns, comes back to life. And he's stuck down That's there for like three months. And it's all about like he's insane <laughs> when he comes That's back up. Nuts. Right. So, like, so it's probably where they kind of got the idea from then. Yeah, yeah. So imagine where what 500 years is going to do. <laughs> okay, no. Oh, madness. But yeah, all in all, it was a really, really great movie. It's definitely, if, if you just like action flicks, it's worth watching just for the fight scenes because they are so slick and so beautifully done. And they're not shot, yeah. they're twatty as well. Like there's a, like a, 
like right now the style is to be dead arty with it and like do really really mad extravagant shots and stuff like that yeah. like, no, there's just a camera there while they beat the fuck out of people that's what i want from my action films it, but yeah you gave you all that didn't it, it was really it, I, I was really impressed with the fighting scenes it wasn't... yeah yeah definitely i liked all the characters as well like all the um yeah. all the other immortals and stuff because there's a, a gay couple in it isn't there who've been together for like thousands of years and in fact, yeah. there's some like really funny bits involving them because they say like they met during the crusades so one of them was um an english knight and the other one was a muslim so they basically yeah. just spent years just killing each other over and over <laughs> again because they hated each other and then ended up falling in love, which I thought was brilliant. And then there's a bit yeah. with the pair of them where they've got the two of them handcuffed in the back of that van with all the real hard macho, yeah, <laughs> real hard macho um, like Marines or yeah. something. <laughs> and he's talking about how much he loves him. And then the pair of them lean over and start kissing and all four of these Marines jump on them at the same time. And then the next minute they open the door and they're just all fucking dead where they fucked them up. And the two of them all are just so sat cool. there and chilling. It was, a, it was a proper kill part of the movie, that actually. I thought those bits were really nice. It's good to not like have them treated like an actual couple as well, rather than it being a bit patronising. Like, oh, anything's yeah. sweet right now. Just a normal couple who like killing people and live forever, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was really good. Right, so uh, yeah, marks out of ten for the old guard. Uh, well, marks out of five, Gaza. What have you got? See, I'm going to give it a three and a half. Ooh, yeah. Fair right. Way. If it was a TV series, I would give it more. Yeah. And that's what that's it. It felt like an end of TV series finale. Right. Yeah. And I would have yeah. given it more, but because it was a film. I'm giving it a three and a half. I definitely agree with that, yeah. Because like I, was, like I was saying, it feels like just the start of something. So if they yeah. don't go on to make more now, then that that's, that'd be just dead disappointing. Because a couple of things that they tee up to go on to the next one would be brilliant. So like you say, yeah, it felt very much like a season finale. Yeah. Um, I reckon I'm going to go the same. I'm going to go three and a half. Because I loved it. I thought it was an absolutely incredible movie. But the trouble is, now I just want more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like background <laughs> stories too. Yeah, yeah. More back to like how where have the you know how where have they come from and how. Yep. You know. So yeah, yeah, there is yeah. so much scope to do so much with this universe, and if they'd have done a series, it'd have been amazing. But like right now, if if Netflix have got any sense and they on the right to everything, they'll be recasting it and doing a prequel series. So they'll be doing like how they all met as a yeah. tv series that's like, that's what you'd do if you had any so you'd have these movies oh. carrying on with where they are now and then like jump back in time with younger versions of them or something like that like, yeah <clears throat> mind you you couldn't really do that could you if they're a model because it'd always look the same <laughs> 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 just pay sally's throwing millions to be in every single one <laughs> with the same cast <laughs> but yeah that would be brilliant so that's uh yeah three and a half each for the old guard so that's uh yeah. It's quite interesting, a big old seven. Ace, so now we're on to the uh, movie of the week, which Gary chose for us last time. Which one was it, Gaz, that you picked for us there? Uh, Uncut Jams. Yeah, did you watch it? I watched it. Yeah? What did you think? <laughs> I thought it was a good film. Did you? <laughs> um, no, I did. I actually thought it was a good film. Mm. I. Not gonna get into the ending yet because yeah, well, I thought it was a good film. 
with a brilliant ending. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, I like Adam Sandler in it. So he kind of plays um, a jeweler, don't he? A bit of a rogue jeweler. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Who owes plenty of people money. <laughs> and he's always he's a bit of a wheeler dealer, isn't he? Always trying to wheel and deal, making money and yeah. trying to pay off his debts. But he's doing it in um, weird way. Like uh, he, he goes and um, pawns. People's jewelry that the, the blend him and that yeah. like straight away pay up. Literally as soon as yeah. he put it in his hand. <laughs> and, and and he's a bit of a struggler because he's obviously got a gambling habit. Yeah. That's got him into this debt, obviously. And um he's constantly gambling his money and he's always got people chasing him and he's always you kind of want him to win. Mm. He's got that like nothing goes right for him and you kind of want him to win. Yeah. Um. About him. Now, at first, it took me a while because they're all talking over each other. Fuck me, are they? <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of, after a bit, I kind of got used to it and yeah, yeah, of how the, the the film works. Um, there wasn't much that actually goes on, though, was it? It was quite simple. No, no, that's it. It was. Um, it took me for different goals to watch this film <laughs> i like oh my god he is just a fucking garbage person <laughs> all the way through it he's like, yeah. like the, the, the thing for me is like you said i really really love alan adam sandler alan, alan sandler <laughs> adam sandler and i really just did not like him at all in this movie and i think that's like i don't know whether that was kind of the point he was going for um mm. but he is just I really don't like characters that, that he played like that, who are just awful garbage people who do horrible shit all the time. Um, and then it, it doesn't really, actually, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because like most of the time characters like that will really think that the world owes them something. But he yeah. was literally just trying the whole time, wasn't he? But he was trying in really shitty, horrible ways and then kept like wondering why it was going wrong. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah, Try not being a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, exactly. And and I was like, because like you said, if he wasn't being a dick, and if he wasn't betting this money away, once he got hold of a win, mm. and then he throw it away on a bet, and you go, yeah. oh stop! Like, like it was like when I said before, you wanted him win. It was a frustrating wanting to win. Yeah, just so he'd shut up. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. Have you it. Get the people off your back. Yeah. And crack on. And yeah. and then it was quite interesting that <laughs> so there's uh, a group of people after him for like a hundred grand or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And there was a it was an actual brilliant part of the movie. It was um he went was he his ex wife's Families out. I didn't understand the setup with him and his wife so and kids. Like, what I think was going on there was him and his wife have separated because he was cheating on his missus with that fit piece who worked for him. So he like had a separate apartment in the city, didn't he? Where this hot bird that he's seeing 
uh, lived. But they hadn't told the kids yet that they'd split up. So he was basically at home every single night until the kids went to bed and then he'd get up and do one and go to be in his apartment with this fit girl. Yeah. Hmm. And there was there was a brilliant scene, so the whole family got together. So he had to play back in his role. It's a full big Jewish family, isn't it? Yeah. And one of the dudes that was after him was his... Yeah, it was like his cousin. His cousin or <laughs> Yeah, and, and there was, there was that was a brilliant part of the moment because uh, of the movie because it was almost like he was trying to egg him a little bit like you can't touch me here. Yeah, that's kind it. Yeah, of, he was and like he, kind I think of he comes out of the bathroom, because, he? He's like, do you yeah, want to but, talk about it now? Yeah, you can, yeah. It, it, it was his one moment where he was untouchable in front of, and he's was it his brother-in-law or something like that. And that, um, yeah, it was. It was. I don't want, he wasn't like blood related to him, was he? I think he was related no. by a marriage somewhere along the line. Yeah, and he, he's a bit of a mobster. And, and obviously, because it's a big family unit, he can't act like yeah. he's got no mate, he's got no gang around him. So it's only, it's only him. So was, that was, a, I think there's little moments there with, uh, I thought it was actually really good. At, good part yeah. of the film and yeah because up to then you don't know that they're related or anything do you until no. it comes onto that family dinner and then they like the camera pans round and he's sat there and you're like oh jesus and it, it just threw a bit of a twist in it really that, that that i didn't really expect in the movie yeah but I, I, again that um it, it was hard to understand kind of mm-hmm. You had that moment there, and it was really good. But if you if you you wouldn't be sending your mob round to get your brother-in-law over money, you just try and help him out. You see, if he, yeah. And these guys wanted right, really do him over, don't they? And you're like, yeah, yeah, big time. It they felt they it felt a little bit a weird. Times, don't they? Yeah, I think like it so. Does. I think like what went on there was from what I got from it was he like. <clears throat> Excuse me. He lent a hundred grand off these guys, didn't he? Who was like a loan shark. Um, yeah. He lent that in order to buy an opal from somewhere in like Uganda or something like that, um, which is like yeah, Ethiopia or something. Yeah, Ethiopia. That was it. Sorry, man. Yeah. Um, which is like a new mine that he had kind of discovered. So he'd used this hundred grand to buy this opal and to get it imported. Um, and it's supposed to be worth like well over a million dollars. And so it's the basic like premise of the film is him trying to get this Opal to auction in order to make enough money. You think he's going to pay off his debts. He probably just gamble it straight away. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's trying to sell this Opal, but then he, he just gets into shit with it all the way along the fucking thing, doesn't he? So he, like, he runs a jewelry shop and a famous basketballer comes in to see him and he can't help but show off with this opal that he's just got in the mail. And this basketball is basically like, well, I want that. <laughs> Give it here. So he ends up lending it to him and then doesn't get it back for a week. <laughs> yeah. And that's, again, it's another frustrating thing is because yeah. you've got it. You've got everything in your hands to get you, make you enough money to pay off your debts and have enough yeah. money for whatever you want to do with it. And yet, like you said, he couldn't help but show it 
he couldn't help but get it out in his shop and that was again another da- another downfall in him, wasn't it? It was like time, yeah. and, and this basketball player really wanted this awful because it felt it brought him good luck when he was playing um, Yeah. Well he playing smashes it, doesn't he? So like he I yeah. think he he lends it off him and then goes and plays a game that night and absolutely wipes the floor with him. And then I think he does like the set when he finally like goes on and this story goes on and on and on and he ends up getting this opal again. He goes out again at that night and then smashes it again, which is like all the culmination of the film and what happens at the end, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The, um, yeah, it does. Like, um, see, the, in the end, they, they, they catch up with him, the guys, the, 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 the mob or whatever you want to call them. Massive spoilers, and, by the way, if, you, uh, if you've if you not watched it yet. <laughs> and it's come to a point where they're like, no more messing around, no more playing around. We yeah. want our money, we want our hundred grand. Mm-hmm. You'll do anything it, 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 to get it. So, he, But he'd already sold the Opal. Yeah, he's literally got... Hundred and something like one hundred and seventy-five thousand in cash in a bag something. on his desk when these gangsters turn up to get their money. So he's got the money there, literally in his yeah. hands, doesn't he? And he gives it to the girl that yeah. he's yeah, yeah, to go and put another bet on. Yeah, like you can see and, it coming. I really liked the bit in the office. I really like that bit in the office when he's talking to the basketball player about his game that's going to happen in that evening. And he, you, you see yeah. him like talking himself into it and getting more and more wound up about how good this guy's going to be in this game. And it's like, you don't, you don't know where, uh, uh, oh, they don't know shit because he's talking about the people who like are organizing the bets and stuff and talking yeah. about his stats and stuff like that. And it's, it's, and I, Adam Sandler's character is getting more and more wound up and more and more G'd up and more and more exciting. And you can see it coming. And he's like getting online, checking all the odds and shit like that. And it's, that's that's a really good scene, now. Yeah, I think I think throughout there is some good scenes in it, mm. but I, I I did love. So they've caught up with him. He's sent his money off. Yeah. With this girl, she's gone off to put the bet on. The mob have sent one guy to go and chase her, <laughs> try and find him, chase him down with this money. Yeah. And um. So that that's happened, and these guys have. I fed up with him. They threatened him to kill him. Try to, you know, threatened to chuck him out the building. In the end, it looked like they kind of they were giving up, didn't they? Yeah. So and, it's like, uh, so like, I think what they're banking on is that their guy's going to catch up with this girl. Yeah. And they're they're going to get the money back that way. So they like they try to leave his jewelry shop, don't they? And he's got like two buzzer doors. So you buzz buzz them into like a reception area, they shut that, and then you've got to buzz them into the second one that actually comes into the shop. So he ends up getting them stuck in that little foyer bit when they're trying to leave, don't they? So he doesn't buzz them out to the outside and doesn't buzz them back into the shop. So they're basically just like in a big fish tank in the corner of the shop, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> and they're in there for the whole entire of this bet, because the bet's a whole, the whole game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like so, three different things that he bets on, doesn't he? I think he bets that he'll win the tip-off. He bets he did, on how many baskets he'll the minimum amount of baskets he'll get. Then he bets that the team will win. So it's a culmination yeah, bet that'll be like one and a half million if it pays off. Yeah, and there was 26 points to the bet, though. Yeah. So he needed every point of 26 
different bits right. that happen. Jesus. And um, and basically says, you know, this is going to happen. This is actually happening. So these guys are stuck mm-hmm. for a long period of time in this yeah. thing. You can see that the, you know, the sweating in there because it's it's obviously warm, mm-hmm. and uh, and stuff keeps stuff actually starts to happen in the bet, don't it? They count it down. Yeah, I only need twenty to go. I only need fifteen to go. And yeah. It's it's all coming through this debt, mm-hmm. and then the the elation when he actually wins. Yeah, the bet. He's like he's going nuts because he's gone. Told you, I told you I'd do it. There's like a, over a million dollars, and even the even the uh, brother-in-law is like, I can't I can't actually believe it. He's actually no. done it. He's actually gone and done it. He's actually gone and won the bet. Now, mm-hmm. I was I was shocked when he decides to open the door. What happens next? Yeah, because I literally went, "Holy, is that?" I, it was it was a moment where I went, "It's is that actually just happened?" Because, like you said, spoilers here. So one of the mobsters is the more angry of all of them, just walks in and shoots him straight in the head. Yeah. So even when you think he's won right at the end, he still loses. Yeah. He still he dies. You know, and it's like, oh, did that actually yeah. just happen? But he like he doesn't fuck about either, does he? It's a proper shock moment. He literally just walks out, gun up, bang, straight away. Like no, yeah. no mess. And then, like the brother-in-law, like I really liked it because then there's a big switch in the brother-in-law character in there, where yeah. he's like, "What the fuck have you just done? I can't believe you just did that," and all that kind of stuff. And then panics, and he starts to try and leave, so they do him and all. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and that, and that's what I mean is that I think that these little moments of the film really made the film. As much as you think some of it kind of just dragged on, or yeah. they were all talking over each other, or what have you, there was there was moments of brilliance in it because yeah. that that final scene, that whole bet, and then the then the shock of him getting killed was I actually thought was actually brilliant. Yeah, it did seem to me like very much that they came up with the ending first, and then were like, right, well, how do we get here? Yeah. <laughs> You know, so like they had like because he's like because it keeps when the game's going on, um, it keeps cutting between the guys like stuck in the box and Adam Sandler dancing about in his shop, being all nervous, and uh, his like Mrs. Secretary who's gone to Las Vegas and placed the bet in a casino, aren't you? Um, so she's trying to avoid these gangsters and then she's trying to watch the game and then this pervy guy's just trying to fuck her <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Yeah. Um, which was like a real interesting juxtaposition. I thought I thought some of that was pretty cool. I struggled with all like the stereotypes quite a bit because like Adam Sandler's character is basically every bad Jewish stereotype which has been said for like the past hundred or so years. It's like oh, I didn't want like I wanted to this afternoon. I was planning to have a look to see if there was any reviews to see how that was received. Because obviously Adam Sandler's Jewish. If any other actor had played that part, 
they'd have never been able to show the face in public again. But obviously, because no. he's Jewish, and he, I don't know how it would have been received. I'd be interested to have a look at it later on. But then also, he's got like a black guy who works for him, Donny, who's um, who's like his connection to all this basketball player and a bunch of yeah. other things. At one point, the weekend nearly fucks his missus, doesn't he? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like properly yeah. random. Um, yeah. Well, then this black guy as well is just like basically your stereotypical wannabe gangster black guy all the way through it, isn't he? He's, but he's even like selling fake watches, this black dude, which is just like, oh man, come on. <laughs> it's 2020. Like, just move him a little bit away from the fucking horrible stereotypes that they're still in. But um, <laughs> yeah, and it was like, I, I kind of felt like at the end, it kind of felt like the film was trying to. Uh, get you on board with Adam Sandler's character and I don't really think that I did that um, and it yeah. kind of like when he got shot in the head at the end I was like yeah that's what you fucking deserve <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> um, still it is a, like a pretty shock mo- shocking moment but and I, I mean it's stuff like um, like you're saying it's like really really bad bits in it where when he lends that basketball player that Opal the first time. That basketball player gives him his championship ring as like insurance collateral to me. Yeah. And the first thing he does is like shoot down to the pawn shop and pawns it for a load of money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, unreal. Yeah, it is mad. It is mad. Mm. Yeah. Um, like I say, I, I, I wasn't really into his character. I thought like, like the t- I struggled with the stereotypes a little bit. There were some Absolutely brilliant moments in it. Like the, just the randomness with the weekend being in it. <laughs> it's, just, you know, it's just so bizarre. Um, but yeah, really, really good. He's <laughs> just trying to bang his missus in a backward bathroom. <laughs> really makes me laugh. <laughs> he catches her at it and she goes, No, we're just doing coke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, that bit was pretty good. Yeah. Um, like you said, the really, really like awkward family dinner when you find out that one of the gangsters is related to him was that was that yeah. was good. And then the shock at the end was uh, was quite ace. I liked the girl who was playing um, his girlfriend as well because obviously, like they've obviously been carrying on an affair for a bit. She's really way too hot for him. There's a bit where he decides to break up with her, isn't there? And yeah, like she kicks off a bit, but. In reality, it's just he's a proper full-on shit with her. Um, and then it breaks up with her and tells her to get out of his apartment. And she does. She just packs up and fucks yeah. off, doesn't she? She doesn't smash it up or anything along those lines, which is unexpected. Because he goes back to the apartment at one point, and I thought, she's going to be boning the weekend in his bed. <laughs> I thought that's what they were going to do. I thought she was going to wait until he was like on the way back to the apartment, she knew, and then she was just going to fuck some dude and have him walk in. But there was none of that. And it turns out that she was like really in love with him at the end, didn't it? Yeah, which was, uh, yeah, which was a strange thing, really, wasn't it? So, she I, 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 yeah. his name on her ass, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought she was going to trash his apartment, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I totally did. But the, there was that, no, that, like, turned out she was just a really nice girl <laughs> who nearly yeah. fucks the weekend while coked up once. <laughs> and she, that's forgivable. I'd nearly <laughs> fuck the weekend if I'd had that much cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, I don't really. I'm not really massively into films that are just about garbage people, and that's that's kind of what it was. Um, yeah, it was all right. I wish he'd have done a comedy of it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it might have got you a little bit this one. Yeah, it's quite. An, it, it was an interesting one, definitely. So, uh, <laughs> what do you reckon? Scores out of five. All right, three. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go two. So talking over uh, people constantly and that weird fucking soundtrack that it had on constantly in the background i started watching it i started watching it on my phone in my car so obviously it's coming through the car speakers and that can make the sound like a little bit weird depending on like where it decides to shoot it so sometimes like the the music sounds really really loud so i was like oh it's probably just that probably just that that's making the music sound weird and then i got home and put like the other half of it on the telly at home i was like no it's just that the music's weird yeah it was, yeah. No, I, I agree that it kind of annoyed me too. Yeah. You're not, you're not alone in that. That really did annoy me. It was a bit too much at first. You didn't, you can get stuck right into it, could you? Yeah, yeah. Because totally. just yeah, well, it was an interesting one. It's very different uh, from what we've uh, watched up till now, anyway. <laughs> well, that's what I went for. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, good stuff. Well, that's what it's all about, isn't it? I definitely want to do stuff like that more. Seeing films oh, yeah. that I wouldn't necessarily um, choose to watch on my own. So obviously, if you've got to go out <laughs> your way to get them, then that's, uh, yeah, I do yeah. enjoy that. <laughs> All right, so I think that about wraps us up for this week, matey. Um, movie of the week for next week. Um, it has just come on to Amazon Prime, um, and it is uh, Rambo Last Blood. Have you seen this one already? No. Cool. I, so I, think, I think this is the fifth Rambo movie. Um, and obviously it's the most recent one. Um, the other ones range from the sublime to the ridiculous to the depressing. So it's going to be interesting to see which way this one goes. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, Rambo Last Blood. It's just come on Amazon Prime now, like I say. I've seen um, one Rambo. I don't know which one it is, so please don't make me watch all the Rambo. No, I won't, mate. No, no. It's uh, like, like I say, some of them are a struggle. I think right. uh, I think there's been three. I think there's been four. Right. And this is the fifth one, I think. Yeah. And the room is to be a six. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Other than that, um, thanks for watching. Give us a subscribe on YouTube, on Facebook, or you can get the podcast from wherever you get your podcast from. Um, yeah, thanks very much, and we shall see you next week. See you soon, Gaza. See you soon, Jay. See you soon, everyone. Mm-hmm.